Welcome to the Eczema Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Julia Chen. I'm here to help you heal your eczema naturally so you can finally live your best damn life. Many years ago in my own eczema healing journey, I was stuck and confused on how to heal my skin. Fast forward to today, after many lessons learned and lots of trial and error, I'm now living my best life and traveling the world with clearer skin. If you're an eczema or TSW warrior who desires a life of food freedom and is wanting to heal your skin without steroids while using mindset and manifestation as a tool, you're in the right place. Now let's get into it. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Eczema Warrior Podcast. We are on episode 39 and today I want to talk all about how to heal salicylate intolerance. And of course, before we get into today's episode, I'm just going to do a short little life update just because if you listened to last week's episode, I went hard on a life update, a full hour episode about basically what's been going on behind the scenes over the past few months and how things are shifting for me and how that'll impact you and just basically some plans for ending 2023 and entering 2024. So If you haven't checked out the episode yet and you want to hear all about what's to come, then I definitely encourage you to do so. And just to kind of give you guys a reminder as well, next week is going to be Black Friday. And if you've been following me for the last few years, you know that I always do amazing sales for Black Friday. And in fact, most of the Black Fridays I've done, I've given the best, like the most savings you'll ever get. And this year, we're going to do something a little bit different. So I'm really excited for that. And that being said, because it's going to be a very busy Black Friday week or two, because Black Friday, usually the sales usually go on for a week in terms of how I run it. I really want to be settled in a place and just chill and not move around so much. Because if you've been following me for a while, you know, I've been all over the freaking world (laughs) over the past, what is it, six months since I left Canada in April. So I'm just ready to just be in one place, make some new friends and start over. So that being said, we're getting back into it with our weekly podcast episodes with content. We've been pretty much on top of it over the past six months, but yeah, just Expect me to be pumping out more and more content for you guys, especially for Black Friday and what's to come. Okay, so how to heal salicylate intolerance is today's episode. So salicylates are actually very common sensitivity that people with eczema tend to have. And not only eczema, I I see clients who have salicylate intolerance that don't have eczema because when you have salicylate intolerance, it's not just symptoms you get on your skin. There's a bunch of other symptoms that people experience as well, which I will talk about in today's episode. Okay, first let's just go into what salicylates even are. So salicylates are actually naturally containing chemicals found in plants. They're usually found in fruits and vegetables. And that's why a lot of people who need to go on a salicylate diet because they want to, you know, get rid of the salicylate intolerance that they have is that they tend to have to avoid pretty nutrient-dense foods. So for example, some high salicylate foods include broccoli, oranges, avocado, cucumber, okras, sweet potatoes, peppers, zucchinis, and the list goes on, you guys. There's a long list of foods 
that are high in salicylates. And so what happens is that when people start to think or start to notice that they have salicylate intolerance from foods, they might notice symptoms of salicylate intolerance and they have to go on these diets in order to control those symptoms. So for those of you who are listening who have eczema, when you eat high salicylate foods, you might notice that your eczema gets a little bit worse. You might also notice that you get patches of eczema in areas you don't usually get, or you just get flare-ups in general. Other symptoms that you get when it comes to your skin is additional itching. So I know some of you who have eczema, you deal with itching all the time, but when you eat salicylate foods, you also notice that your eczema gets even itchier. Now, there are also other symptoms of salicylate intolerance. It's not just skin itching or skin rashes. Some people might experience nasal congestion. You might experience a runny nose. It might feel like you have allergies to the environment, which could be possible as well, especially if you're in the season where it's a lot of pollen. But for salicylate sensitivity, when you eat high salicylate foods, you might also notice these symptoms as well. You might also notice digestive issues, whether that's bloating, constipation, or diarrhea. Some people experience headaches, as well as hives. So the symptoms I'm sharing, the list isn't exhaustive. There's definitely other symptoms as well, but these are the most common ones when it comes to having salicylate intolerance or a sensitivity. Now, because this podcast is about eczema, for those of you who have a salicylate intolerance, you might notice that your skin's itchier or you're noticing more flares. So if you do notice that you have a salicylate intolerance, and by the way, you guys, not everyone with eczema have salicylate intolerance. Usually how you identify if you have it or not is through food trials. So if you notice that when you eat foods that are high in salicylates and you notice more itching, more flares, that could be a sign that you have an intolerance to salicylates. You could also remove these foods for a certain period of time. I would say no longer than three to four weeks. See how your skin does. If you see an improvement and then when you add those foods back, you notice that you're getting flares again. That could also be a way to determine if you have a salicylate intolerance or not. Now, when it comes to addressing salicylates, this is when it becomes a problem. The reason why is because a lot of people who think that in order to heal salicylate intolerance, you have to be on this really restrictive diet. And the diet for healing salicylates or the diet for addressing salicylates because it doesn't actually heal it is very restrictive. Foods that are high in salicylates are usually pretty nutrient dense. For example, broccoli, leafy greens like spinach and kale, avocado, peppers, sweet potatoes, zucchini, strawberries, watermelon, pineapple. And those are just some examples of fruits and vegetables. But there are also other foods that are high in salicylates that a lot of people avoid as well. For example, sesame oil, walnut oil. A lot of times these oils are used for cooking or in salads. Coconut oil is high in salicylates as well. And believe it or not, a bunch of spices are very high in salicylates. Ginger, curry, cinnamon, all of the spices that are commonly used in cooking and baking are high in salicylates. So you can imagine what it's like to be on such a restrictive diet. You literally can't eat a bunch of fruits and vegetables and you literally have to cook with just salt and pepper. 
we're going to take a quick break from the episode and I want to share with you my favorite program, Clear Eczema. Clear Eczema is my six-month coaching program that I've been running for many years now and it's designed to help adult eczema and TSP warriors heal their skin naturally without steroids, medications, or restrictive dieting. This program is going to help you if you're feeling stuck with your journey, if you've been feeling overwhelmed with what to do to heal, and you want Julia's guidance in helping you reduce flares, reduce the itch, and you want to be able to live your life without having your eczema in the way, you want to be able to live your life and travel and not have to carry a steroid, then this program is going to be for you. In this six-month program, you get unlimited support by Julia. You get to attend all of the weekly group coaching calls with your fellow eczema and TSW besties. And you get to have access to our Clear Eczema portal, which you get over 35 video lessons that teach you how to heal. And on top of that, you get all the resources in the program as well. Journaling guides, meal plans, grocery lists, everything you need to know to heal your skin is inside this program. But the best part is, of course, the coaching component. Julia shows up for you every single week in the calls to answer any of your questions about healing, skincare, root causes, diet, any questions you have that you're struggling with, Julia is there for you. And so if you're ready to live your best damn life, heal your skin in six months, be a whole new version of yourself, then make sure you head down to the show notes below and apply for clear eczema. And we'll get on a free call together to get to know each other and get you inside this amazing six-month program. So the reason why I'm sharing with you this is because as a practitioner, yes, I want you to be able to heal your salicylate intolerance, which by the way, isn't just from avoiding foods. You actually have to address your root cause. But I don't want you to be on a restrictive diet for too long because I always say, The longer you are on a restrictive diet, the harder it is for you to come off. I have an example of a client who unfortunately went on this diet for longer than three years. Literally three years straight of avoiding all of these foods, okay, and more. And when she came to me, her goal was to be able to add all these foods back eventually. It took a really long time. And it was really challenging. I think we worked together for over six months, even up to a year. And we made a lot of good progress. She added back a lot of foods she couldn't add back. We addressed her other root causes and she saw an improvement in her skin as well as her other symptoms. However, because she avoided these foods for too long, her body actually saw these foods as foreign substances. So it actually became extra sensitive to these foods more so than when she first started going on this diet. So this just shows you that your body can actually develop more allergies and more sensitivities when you avoid things for too long. Same goes with other diets, okay? It's not just salicylate diets itself. So if you guys are on a salicylate diet, first of all, don't go on this diet if you don't need to. If you don't actually have a salicylate intolerance, there's no need for you to avoid these foods. Second of all, if you do have a salicylate intolerance, be on this diet only to alleviate the symptoms while you're addressing the root cause. If you're solely just avoiding these foods, it's not going to heal your intolerance. It's only going to make matters worse because again, it's restrictive. 
and you're going to end up having nutrient deficiencies from avoiding foods for too long. So what is the real way, the effective way actually, in addressing salicylates? So your liver is actually the organ that's responsible for detoxifying salicylates. Your liver has a detox pathway that specifically helps to clear out any salicylates that you eat from your diet. Salicylates are actually found in medications as well, such as aspirin. But for the most part, a lot of you are trying to detoxify salicylates from the foods that you eat, and you have to do this through the liver. So when your liver is overworked and when it's sluggish, it's going to have troubles detoxifying in general. And there's a specific pathway in the liver, and it's in the phase two detox pathway called the glycination pathway. And this pathway is what processes and eliminates salicylates out of your body. And in this pathway, it requires certain nutrients to do so. Now, when your liver is sluggish for whatever reason, it's going to have troubles with detoxification. And so when you are trying to heal salicylate intolerance, it's not about just avoiding the foods. You have to address the detox pathway, in particular, the phase two detox pathway. And the nutrient that I often recommend my clients to take in terms of supplements is called glycine. Glycine is an amino acid that your liver uses for, again, the detox pathway, the glycination pathway. And so when you are trying to heal salicylate intolerance, you also want to be taking glycine as well. So when it comes to glycine supplementation, I always say to take the powder form. That way you can actually adjust the dose and you can put it in a glass of water and drink it first thing in the morning versus when you take a glycine pill. I actually find it doesn't work as effective compared to having the powder form in a glass of water and it dissolves better and it's better absorbed for the body as well. So consider purchasing a glycine powder rather than a pill version and follow the bottle recommendations or if you're seeing your practitioner, have your practitioner assess what your glycine needs are. And if you need help with this, I can also help you with choosing the right supplements. This is what we do inside Clear Eczema, which is my six-month coaching program. I help my clients select supplements, address their root causes, and you can apply in the show notes below if you want to learn more. So again, when it comes to healing salicylate intolerance, it's about addressing the root cause, which starts from your liver. It's not the food that's a problem. It's your body not able to detoxify salicylates effectively. Now, once your liver starts to get better, starts to get stronger, starts to be able to detoxify through the support of supplements, then you're going to notice that your sensitivities to salicylates are going to get better. So over time, as your liver gets stronger, you're going to notice you can tolerate more salicylate foods and you're going to be able to add foods back without having a problem. Now, that being said, depending on how severe your sensitivity is and how long you've been avoiding these foods, this might take some time. Like I said, my client who avoided foods for three years, it took her a long time to be able to add back a couple foods. So just keep that in mind when you're trying to heal your salicylate intolerance is that the more work that needs to be done when it comes to improving your detox pathway, the longer it's going to take for you to be able to tolerate these foods. So 
the best way, honestly, is to work with a practitioner to help you with this, just because it can be quite complicated when it comes to all these high salicylate foods, medium and low, and how to address your liver and, you know, combining both diet and supplements to tackle this issue can be quite confusing. So if you need help with this, I suggest to work one-on-one with someone like me, for example, I have experience with clients with salicylate intolerance. So you can reach out to me if you need more support. Otherwise, a good place to start is, you know, do some research on how to heal salicylate intolerance by addressing your liver and look into some supplements to help heal the liver. Glycine's one of them. I just want to mention as well that just because you're taking a supplement to help with the detox pathway, it doesn't mean that it, everything's going to resolve. You have to look deeper as to why you're having overworked liver. There could also be other reasons why you're having detox issues beyond just the liver, perhaps other root causes that you may need to explore with a practitioner. So just keeping that in mind that just because you're taking a supplement like glycine, it doesn't mean that it will resolve all of the symptoms that you're experiencing and whatnot. Okay, so that's what I have for today's episode. If you need help with this, again, you can reach out to me by sending me a DM at juliachenda.rd on Instagram, or you can apply for Clear Eczema, which is my coaching program in the show notes below. And if you found this episode helpful and any of my other episodes, please leave us a rating and review on Apple iTunes. This is how the podcast will grow and reach to other people who are dealing with eczema organically. And we're here to change lives. We're here to help you heal. So would appreciate it if you leave us a review and then we will see you in the next episode. Bye guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Now, before I let you go, I want to let you know I have this amazing eczema visualization. This visualization has helped me so much when it comes to manifesting eczema healing, healing flares faster than I can ever imagine, reducing the itch and just feeling great in my body. This is the exact same visualization I use for my own healing as well as my client's healing as well. And if you want to receive this visualization, then all you have to do is leave us a review and tell us what you think about the podcast, screenshot it, send it to your email at hello at juliachan.ca and you will receive the visualization to your inbox. I look forward to seeing your review and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.